astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Nice to have you back this week. It is, but Dad <laughs> did a great job, didn't yes, he? He did. And we got a lot of fun feedback that oh, they good. enjoyed hearing um, just kind of the, the other parent's side. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a nice balance too of astrology and showcasing his music. So we got a lot of feedback too about, you know, the bands he played with and. Oh, good. Good. There's a lot of nice things about that. So uh, today we are celebrating all things cancer. So if you've been listening, yeah, we've been celebrating the healing modalities of each of the Zodiac signs as a new way of teaching people about the qualities of each of the signs. So, you know, in the past, it's very easy to go online and just read kind of bullet point words about different signs. And some p- people say, oh, I really relate to all things. I'm a, I'm a true cancer or I'm a true Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And other people say, yeah, I kind of relate to it, but there's some other, uh, you know, pieces that play in that maybe I don't know if that's just my sun sign. So, you know, we're going to talk about all things cancer. We're going to have a cancer on our episode today, and we're going to talk about many different aspects of her chart as well. So just more ways to learn about astrology through these healing modalities. You know, I think cancer, it sometimes comes off very one dimensional cancer. Oh, the mothering, the hand holding, (laughs) the hugging, right? We think, oh gosh. And then we try to think, oh, can that person be a CEO? Can that person be a salesperson? Can that person be a plumber? You know what I mean? Uh, It's not, it doesn't dictate a job. Uh, No astrological sign dictates a job. You have to be this. It's the manner in which you serve. Yes. The manner in which. So that cancer energy, of course, it is known for healing. It's known for nurturing, hand-holding. But I think the fascinating part about cancer is how sensitive they are to what's going on in the room or in the other people around them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Even to the point that they certainly, you know, they're, they're empathetic. They feel others' emotional field, yeah. but sometimes just outright psychic, right? I think they really know how to read a room. Yeah, and I think the guest um, that we have today actually feel relates a lot to that psychic thing where she feels like she. Um, I shouldn't say she feels she gets a lot of downloads or um, she is really attracted to that kind of that other side, right. Mm -hmm. Kind of beyond the veil. Mm -hmm. I think also the other thing that I find fascinating with cancers is because of that quality, you know, many times they ask people what is wrong, Mm -hmm. what's going on. They start inquiring, they start leaning in because they can see it or they sense it on some level, they're getting information and the person can be rather curt sometimes, like, no, there's nothing wrong with me. You know, very defense. No, I'm just fine. You know, why are you saying that? 
so sometimes you know they're 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 on the scene a little bit too early right they're picking up and the people aren't ready to open up or to share right well i think we have to don't like that part of it they don't like that part when they get shut down well when we talk about cancers they are a water sign which Mm -hmm. plays into the intuitive aspect that we've talked about the nurturing side but when we think of an actual cancer like an animal Right. They have that hard exterior, which we can, we talk about, you know, cancers go into that or not. Yeah. Crabs. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, crab. Confused crabs. I don't know if I said that crabs go into no. that hard outer shell shell. Right. And we talk about that being their home. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about that. Oh, we do talk about cancers in the home quite a bit, right. That they like to retreat into that hard outer shell. Mm-hmm. But in that example that you were just giving about people being curt. Oh, nothing's wrong. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I don't think cancers like to be shut out like that. Oh no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. They can get very sensitive to being shut out, even though they do like to retreat themselves. Correct. Yes. Which is where that home comes in. That's where the home, home. right? Exactly. Yeah. I always love that idea that, you know, that animal, the, the crab carries the shell with him so he can you know, he can stop and be at home anytime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So whether that comes in the form of just wanting to be a homeowner, whether you're great at throwing parties or you're the one that's always saying, have you been fed? Did you eat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what can I mm-hmm. get you? You know, they should be probably great hostess. Yeah. And the other side that, it, you know, this took me years to realize this observation about cancers is they really love history. Mm. love they're in touch with the past and we could go deep on that but let's just keep it light so i understand not every cancer loves history or watches the history channel diligently or loves history as a class in in junior high but they love the story the story that a person carries with them where are you from where did you go to school at oh how many siblings do you have they love that learning that key information and they are a great audience because they really do gain so much insight from the past of a person yeah yeah so kind of cute and oh the other side of it is they love the traditions what were your traditions growing up oh yeah yeah i can see that for sure Mm -hmm. Um, so before you maybe feel bad about for them, like, oh, so intuitive having to carry all of this, all the burdens. Yes. Yes. Um, they often do have above average in, when it comes to financial or money matters. So, you know, this could just be due to the love of the family, the camaraderie, or that strong need to belong. Um, I do think they can be strong collaborators and they do find safety in those numbers. Um, so when we talk about the money side of it, okay, how does the money come in? But I think that they like jobs that offer them a high degree of security. Think about that. (laughs) We'll have to ask Trisha about that, (laughs) what her experience has been in that area. Perfect. uh, I would add that, you know, the U S is a cancer country. So cancers, again, it's a very oversimplified statement, do rather well in the United States. They're very in simpatico with Mm. the country and particularly patriotism, things of that nature. 
Absolutely. So without further ado, I would love to um, introduce our guest today. We have Trisha Lucero with us, who is a personal trainer and conditioning coach. Um, she has her degree in human biology, and she has also attained a personal training certificate certification along with a USA weightlifting credential, um, pain-free performance specialist, and she's currently taking the CrossFit level one certification. So we are so excited, uh, to have her today. She is joining us from Phoenix, Arizona. So Trisha, thank you so much for, um, being with us today and welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Kate, Mary, for having me and thank you for the introduction. Um, yeah. So again, my name is Trisha Lucero. I actually grew up in Kingman, Arizona, which is not too far from Phoenix. But um, yeah, so I'm a personal trainer, strength and conditioning coach. So I grew up uh, with a large family. So, you know, there was that civil sibling rivalry, but also that competitive side to all of us. So growing up um, with all that with this, the siblings, you know, we, we were very active, had a very active lifestyle, always played sports, things like that. So now just living in Phoenix, Arizona, and, you know, the heat sometimes gets to me, but other than that, I've just enjoyed being out here because, you know, fitness is big. It's a city environment. Everybody's always worried about what they look like. So, um, so I get to be a part of how people look. So it's Absolutely. great. And you mentioned a big family. How many is big? So I have eight siblings and I'm also oh. a twin. I'm a fraternal twin, not identical. So we don't look oh. alike. Okay. Wow. That's a whole different dimension too, isn't it? So yeah. out of oh, those yeah. siblings being a cancer, I don't know what the ratio is for all the different Zodiac signs. It'd be interesting to see everyone's chart, but um, you know, we spoke a lot before you came on about the cancers loving the sense of camaraderie, the sense of family. Do you think maybe you're more of one of the forerunners out of the siblings that maybe enforces those traditions or, you know, what? we're very, yeah, that's a good point. We're, I would say because there's age gaps or I mean, the, the oldest is 20 years older than me and that's the oldest. So that's the biggest um, age difference. But even though that we have those age differences, we're, we're very, um, very family oriented. So, you know, not just myself, but let's get together. Let's have, um, let's spend some quality time, but everybody actually does a really good job of, of spending time together. It may not be all the time, right. But we do make time for each other. Well, I love that, that we have her on to talk about personal training, but when she gave her introduction, she automatically put the focus on the family. I mean, is that not a cancer thing to yes, do? <laughs> right. Yes, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. how or why did you get into your field of personal training? So, um, you know, I actually thought I always wanted to be a dentist. My cousin's a dentist in Kingman and he kind of took me under his wing and I was like, Hey, Trish, I think you'd be really good at dentistry. Plus he worked, um, with kids and I absolutely love kids. So that's probably like the family part. Just, yeah, I just that's love right. children. So, but, um, so during that time I was like, okay, maybe I want to be a dentist, but it's, it's a passion because I love working with children and I love working with people, but I also was excelled at sports. So I played soccer, 
basketball, volleyball throughout my high school career, and then actually um, got a collegiate scholarship for basketball and then um, went and played in Italy for a while. So sports and fitness have been a big part of my life growing up. And so I realized I had more of a passion for training people and making sure they lived an active and healthy lifestyle. So I moved to Phoenix after graduation and realized that I want to be a personal trainer. I want to help people on a different level. Wow. Well, I know mom and me are both staring at her chart saying, oh, we have so many things. She just said so many things that I know we can throw out. So uh, we did share that uh, Trisha is a cancer, but we should also just state that she is a Leo rising and a Sagittarius moon. And I think when we look at that moon, you know, she has a stellium in the fifth house. You've probably heard us use that word before, but it means, uh, you know, when three, four or more planets are sitting in the same sign. And her stellium sits in that fifth house, which would rule sports and would also rule children. So it's, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, okay, you've already said that you have already identified that for us, but um, it also, that focus, that heavy focus she has in that fifth house oftentimes means that standing out, standing Mm. above um, and again, I don't hear it in your voice, Tricia, that you hog the spotlight. You know, I don't get the impression that you would push someone out of the way so that you can get in the picture a little more better, you know, that light could come on you. But so there isn't evil in that in translation. It is just naturally that you stand out. Yeah. I don't know if you can relate to that. Um, I have been told um, by many people, you have a presence mm-hmm. when you come in. Your very your presence is known, and it's not like you say in a boostful way or anything like that. Right. There's just energy, and people attract to it. And I guess mm-hmm. that's how it is. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not looking for it by any means. It just is there. So yeah, well, it's a very nice placement to have, and it does support education, and which you've had sounds like you're con- continuing education uh, to this day. Sounds like it's still going on there, but. Um, It's a really good one for education, really good one for travel. So I loved it when you said Italy, Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of Sagittarius is international needing to travel. Yes, I do have this deep passion to travel, to travel. And it's, it's interesting because Sagittarius is in my moon, right? But Mm -hmm. I'm also a a cancer. So we're very loved to be home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, but then I have that inner fight. Sometimes I want that passion to travel, but I also have that where I just want to stay close to home, you know, watch a good movie cuddled up on the couch. So Mm -hmm. I love that. I think we need to point out her Mars. I don't know, mom, if you had somewhere that you were going to go next, but, um, Mars conjuncts her sun in her chart, uh, very tightly and her moon, I'm sorry. And her Mars is out of bounds. Well, let's talk about that out of bounds Mars first, because again, um, that stands out. And again, I'm not going to go into technicality, but it's not common. Uh, When you see an out of bounds Mars, it means again, generally someone who knows the physical body. Again, because they've had reason to be around people who've had a lot of symptoms and medical procedures that they, they learn the muscles, they learn, you know, go massage therapy is a great, I find a lot of massage therapists know the body, they have an out of bounds Mars oftentimes. Uh, But it's physical. 
out of bounds Mars means someone, I don't know if you ever said, do you run long distances? You know, can you push your body when everyone else wanted to be done, um, you know, practicing? Did you stay another half hour and practice longer? <laughs> Trisha? It's, how a, you- it's so true. I was um, very type A when it came to my workouts. Like I was the first one there and the last one to leave for all my training all the time and if I didn't think that was enough I would leave later and still did another hour later of workouts so I was above yeah it was crazy I was definitely a little probably obsessed that way (laughs) that's how people might have thought and they might have tried to discourage you they might have said come on come on we're gonna go get pizza or whatever you know come now you know don't you know come late like us it's still it's okay but there's right. the, that energy of the, of your energy field says, no, this is my operating system. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yep. And I'm always like, let's go, let's go. And I'm naturally high energy anyway. So, you know, the best way to work out all that is to work out is to be able to release that energy in a positive way. And it's healing for myself as well. You know, have a good workout. I'm able to calm down, relax my nerves, things like that. So, yeah. well, also with that Mars conjuncting her son would make her very oh. compatible with more masculine domains. Oh, yes. You know, Mars would be the weight, the weights, the, you know, even just the grunts or the sounds that you're hearing, like in the gym. But mm-hmm. um, like we said, the chart doesn't dictate, you know, what you have to do, but that you would feel more comfortable with a tool in your hand or in those masculine domains. So even when she had mentioned dentistry, you know, you, that's tools in your hand for sure. And I think most people do associate dentistry with a masculine, you know, a more male dominated domain still. still. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I think of Mars on her son, meaning again, breaking out, breaking away. Mars on the sun generally represents someone who's up for an adventure. Um, I don't, I don't know. You tell us where you, I'm not a scaredy cat. (laughs) Right. I definitely love trying new things. I like to like, because of who I am, I think that I've asked a lot of questions. I got to meet a lot of people and learn through their experiences. But at the same time, I don't know their experience unless I've done it. Right. Or, you know, so for instance, skydiving right? That's a big one. Most people don't want to skydive. But to me, I was like, okay, that's something that's outside my box. Let's try it. So for my 30th birthday, I went skydiving. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. There we go. Mars on the sun. Again, it so much depends on what, what your um, surroundings are. You know, if you're with people that are very outgoing and, you know, doing kind of crazy things already, then I'm saying you have to be beyond that. So if you come kind of a quiet, docile type of family or environment, you don't have to do crazy things, but things that the family might go, oh, don't do that, Tricia, you might get hurt, right? Right. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Having a big big family, you know, there's always worry, like protect yourself, always having somebody look out for yourself. So having that support is meaningful as well. So Mm -hmm. if I, and being that intuitive side of myself being a cancer, um, usually even though skydiving we're using that as an example is definitely out of the box and a crazy idea right you're putting your life at risk but I felt peaceful about it there was something that I felt like I needed to do and I after I was done it was one of the best peaceful experiences I've had 
yeah just that she feels more comfortable around it yeah yeah other people wow that's very interesting i think the other thing that i wanted to uh comment on that again this is something that when i see this i go oh this is a very sensitive area that she has her hades okay and chiron lined up together and that that oftentimes means someone who knows pain like physical pain okay so they know pain or they watch other people going through very painful experiences. So sometimes it can translate as like pain management. Right. So what, what, how does that fit in? I think, you know what, like um, growing up with a big family and my parents um, were divorced when I was young, I, mm-hmm. you know, I saw all of us, right? That's mm-hmm. eight different siblings plus my parents trying to, sort out in a divorce, right? Where, you know, it's sad. You don't know why it's happening. There's a lot of emotions behind that. So it was really painful, you know? And yeah. so I learned a lot through my siblings experiences, how they felt, what they dealt with. And so kind of back to that intuitiveness, it's a like that presence is, I know what people are feeling and it's, and I, I can see them either they're happy, they're sad, they're going through pain. It's, it's just something I know. I don't know how I know it, but I know it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting how mom yeah. had described cancers before we brought you on about either taking interest in history or taking interest in people's stories. So, you know, I would think that you probably had, you know, the best um, finger on how everyone felt, how they were taking it. <laughs> you might've been the yes. one asking the question saying, well, let's talk yes. about it. Or, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> But, it, you know, like then, like how learning through them, but it also helped me kind of my own coping me- mechanisms as well. Like, right. Like if they were this way, then I could learn, okay, I don't want to go that route. I want to be better this way or go this way, you know? Yeah. So it helped me kind of balance my own emotions during that time. Yeah. So being a personal trainer, obviously you meet with clients on a one-on-one basis. Yes. Kind of walk. Yep. So we, you know, we brought you on for being a healing modality. So do you agree with yourself with that? Do you see yourself as a healer? Do you feel like, you know, when you take on your clients one-on-one, is that some form of therapy? Absolutely. So I love training people one-on-one because obviously you don't know, um, the state of how people are going to come that day, right? We all have stressors in life, you know, relationships, jobs, kids, so forth. So every time I train with someone, it's different, right? Their mood, their mood, how they come in is their, their presence, right? So a lot of times I take that in account, how they come for their workout. For instance, if someone's having a really stressful day, I can just tell they're a little bit more quiet. They're a little bit, um, more direct but also like short Mm -hmm. so with that being said like this is my opportunity as a personal trainer one um to kind of work them out but also become like a therapy session with them where I can either they can feel comfortable to talk to me about what they're going through and but also get a good workout right like sometimes the best antidepressant is a workout right you you're getting your boyfriends up you're working out you're working through things that you didn't know you were supposed to work through, right? So, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? So a lot of things pop up when you're working right. out. So it gives them that chance to vent 
or work it out through fitness. And that's that healing component is to see, like I can help them get through that. And I want them to leave feeling better than how they came in, right? Even if it's just a stressor in life that's bugging them, but it could be an injury. What's something that's bugging them? Okay, Trisha, my shoulder's really hurting today. Well, how can I heal them? How can we get through them walking away feeling better than how they came? Well, I'd like to ask a further question, kind of double yeah. downing on this idea of therapy, because your chart suggests, and again, in a very positive professional way, you hold secrets well. Okay. Yep. So I'm just really curious how yeah. that applies to your area. Um, that is, that's that, great, Mary. You know, um, so yeah. do, do people yeah. blurt? I mean, and my point yeah. is this, you don't have to tell people that, like, I, I, I won't tell anybody. They know it. That, and they, right. therefore they blurt it out to you. So I'm right. just curious if you find that kind of odd at times, what people are willing to actually, tell you. You know what? I don't find it odd. I think because it's happened my whole life. Okay. Like people have come and said, Trish, there's something about you that I feel like I can trust you. I can, can tell you the world and I know I can tell you everything and I know it's not going to go any further. And it does. A lot of times the training sessions are people telling me things they haven't even told their kids their spouses, things like that. And that's something I would never share with anybody else. It's our private time together. So yeah. personal training, not only working out becomes a healing process, a therapy um, process as well. So, yeah, it kind of reminds me of like a hairdresser where they say like, you, oh, know, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> totally. yeah, even though they're coming for a totally different reason. So that's fascinating, some... Kate, yeah. is my sister is a cosmetologist, my twin sister, oh, okay. right? So she, so her oh, trace, that right? twin. I wish they had a twin come in too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's interesting. Well, I think of it, I have a strong Catholic background. And so I always think it's like a confessional. You're just a Absolutely. portable confessional walking around <laughs> and people can slip up to you and, and whisper <laughs> something and then they can leave and they feel better about it. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I like that. So do you have a favorite part about your natal chart? Yeah. You know what? Being a twin, you know, Rochelle, my twin sister, Rochelle. So it's fascinating to me because we're both cancers, right? We're mm -hmm. eight minutes apart mm -hmm. and, but we're seeing like polar opposites sometime. I'm like, how do you think or do what you're doing? And, you know, vice versa, because we have a lot of similarities, but we're also so different. Um, for one, like being a cancer, we're very sensitive, right? So when right. we, to see um, each other take criticism, Rochelle is very, very sensitive, has a hard time, um, you know, with constructive mm -hmm. criticism where I kind of embrace it. Yeah. I want to be a better person. Tell me how I can be better, you know? So mm -hmm. I kind of, I want to know. So that's where I, that's where one difference that I see between us that stands out. Yeah. And with that eight minutes diff, uh, like difference in the time that would change your ascendant. She probably, you know, is still a Leo ascendant, but it's possible that that degree that her ascendant sits at maybe has some more sensitive qualities. That's doubling down on that sensitivity of the cancer that you both already possess, um, where your four degree, um, uh, sorry, Leo rising, yeah, but the four degrees of Leo, yes, you know, that that evokes more of a cardinal feeling in it. The six, which we're just guessing this, if it's literally eight minutes, her sister is probably six degree Leo, Correct. and then that's getting into that sixth house 
type of influence there. So there's a, that, that's, a, that's quite different. And oftentimes twins are born okay. within four minutes of each other. Those are the okay. most challenging charts to do. That's for sure. Yeah, okay. that sixth degree okay. is very, they're very um, sensitive to hidden identities, to allergens, mm-hmm. to irritants, to addict, you know, addictive. So you okay. know, that, that on top of the cancer sun would, we would say probably more sensitive where your four degrees, that's, there's some conquest with yeah. that degree. There's yeah. some gamemanship that yeah. comes in. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it is, you know, these nuances of a chart are fascinating. Uh, you know, Kate and I uh, love charting and love talking to clients about their charts, but you know, it's always fun to, you know, think of a cancer. Like I said, that default thing is, oh, they're a stay-at-home mom, you know, oh, they're, they're the <laughs> child care worker, you know, at the school, you know, you put them into real classic things. And so I love your example, Tricia, of, you know, working with, I, I guess you never said, I'm assuming you do work with weights and things of that nature, right? In your, with your clients, do weight yes. lifting, you know, so that's not, we don't think of that as cancer. We don't, right? right? We don't. You know that's what's really- that- you know, I think you guys had, I think her name was Heather on your Taurus yes. podcast. And she said something very interesting, you know, about the face that only three people touch your face, right? Uh, Usually oh, Megan. Yeah. And Megan. yeah, or Megan. Okay. Yep. Okay. Megan. And so um, it's usually a parent, a loved one, mm-hmm. right? Or a medical professional. And right. so I kind of the same thing with personal training, you know, it's very tactile, hands-on. And of course, you know, it's very close um, space you're with people and you do have the tendency to touch them, right. To put them in the right, um, form Mm -hmm. technique. So that was, I thought that was really interesting. So not only am I hands-on with weights, but I'm also hands-on with people. Mm, Yeah. Well, and that would be that, you know, the cancer, just the ability to do that, where some people be like, Oh, don't, don't touch me here. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, kid, I was going to add in, it's that Pluto Saturn conjunction, which opposes from mid heaven, that's intense. There's an intensity about your career. Um, And again, that just, you don't do fluff. I'm sorry. You don't do fluff. Well, you know, you want, you're on task. We're here. We have 50 minutes. Let's make the most of those 50 minutes. That would be your take. You're not not like, well, let's jaw around here a little bit about catch up with each other. And we'll get to that later. That's not you. So you need, you know, you can whip people into shape. I suspect get them in the mood. Okay. We're on. Yes. Yes. I bring the energy, Mary. I bring the energy. (laughs) All right. All right. I'm glad to hear. Now here's one question. Do you do anything remote? Do you, do you do anything over zoom or is it? I do. I do. Yep. So especially during COVID, a lot of my workouts were um, on zoom, but also I still train a couple of people on zoom. So that gets a little tricky, but the same thing, you know, but I'm in my own home. I can still provide the energy to Mm -hmm. them. So and it usually goes really well. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And are you, are you taking clients right now? I'm actually fully booked you guys. Okay. It's a good, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Thank Congratulations. you. So if anyone was interested in working with you, I understand you just said that you are, um, you know, at capacity with your personal clients, but do you have a social media or um, like a, a newsletter or a website that people can kind of stay in touch with you or that you give tips and tricks about working out? 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, my Instagram handle is at Lucero Fitness Training. And I do get a lot of people sending me messages. Hey, what do you think about this workout? Or how can I train my quads, my glutes, things like that? So always feel free to send me a message. I'll be happy to reply back. Um, and then my website is lucerofitnessandtraining.com. So same thing. You can send me a message that way. Perfect. Well, is there anything else that you want to throw in before we kind of do our wrap up here? You are so awesome to talk to, and I'm so happy that we talked about several different aspects of your chart and how it all relates then back to that cancer sun that you possess. You know, I think the the last takeaway is just allowing people to be present, whatever it is in their life. If you're working out, like we're doing this podcast right now, allow yourself to focus on what's happening right now in your life, not the past because, yeah. right, it's already behind you <laughs> yes. and not the future because it hasn't happened yet. But instead, be present in the moment with whatever it is you're doing and who you're doing it with. So oh, I love that. A very cancer thing to say who you're doing it with. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Love there the you one go. you're with, right? Yes, yes absolutely. Mm. Thank you guys so much. This was awesome. Thank oh, you. Wonderful. Thank you. Wonderful. So we will put her contact information in um, the link for the podcast. So you can go and give her a follow. And again, thank you so much, Trisha, for being on the podcast today. That wraps up our talk on cancer. And uh, we look forward to talking to everyone next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.